0: This episode of Getting the Word with Truth's Table is brought to you by IVP. What's the Bible really all about? How do all the different pieces fit together? Looking for an easy resource to answer your questions? Discover the timeless story of the whole Bible for yourself with the 30-Minute Bible. And by Truth's Table. If you've been blessed by these daily audio Bible podcast readings, please consider supporting Truth's Table on Patreon at patreon.com slash truthstable. This is IVP. Listening to Get in the Word with Truths Table. Your word is truth, your word is life. Presented by Innervar City Press. Your word is truth, your word is The Daily Audio Bible podcast, read by Dr. Christina Edmondson. And Echemini Uwan. Let's get in the Word, and may the Word get in us. Open our eyes, that we may behold wonderful things in your Word. Old Testament reading. Jeremiah chapter 13, beginning at verse 15, through Jeremiah chapter 16, verses 1 through 13. Jeremiah chapter 13, beginning at verse 15. Then I said to the people of Judah, Listen and pay attention. Do not be arrogant, for the Lord has spoken. Show the Lord your God the respect that is due Him. Do it before He brings the darkness of disaster. Do it before you stumble into distress, like a traveler on the mountains at twilight. Do it before He turns the light of deliverance you hope for into the darkness and gloom of exile. But if you will not pay attention to this warning, I will weep alone because of your arrogant pride. I will weep bitterly, and my eyes will overflow with tears, because you, the Lord's flock, will be carried into exile. The Lord told me, Tell the king and the queen mother, Surrender your thrones, for your glorious crowns will be removed from your heads. The gates of the towns in southern Judah will be shut tight. No one will be able to go in or out of them. All Judah will be carried off into exile. They will be completely carried off into exile. Then I said, Look up, Jerusalem, and see the enemy that is coming from the north. Where now is the flock of people that were entrusted to your care? Where now are the sheep that you take such pride in? What will you say when the Lord appoints as rulers over you those allies that you yourself had actually prepared as such? Then anguish and agony will grip you, like that of a woman giving birth to a baby. You will probably ask yourself, Why have these things happened to me? Why have I been treated like a disgraced adulteress whose skirt has been torn off and her limbs exposed? It is because you have sinned so much. But there is little hope for you ever doing good, you who are accustomed to doing evil. Can an Ethiopian change the color of his skin? Can a leopard remove its spots? The Lord says, That is why I scatter your people like chaff, that is blown away by a desert wind. This is your fate the destiny to which I have appointed you because you have forgotten me and have trusted in false gods. So I will pull your skirt up over your face and expose you to shame like a disgraced adulteress. People of Jerusalem, I have seen your adulterous worship, your shameless prostitution too, and your lustful pursuit of other gods. I have seen your disgusting acts of worship on the hills throughout the countryside. You are doomed to destruction. How long will you continue to be unclean? Jeremiah chapter 14 beginning at verse 1. A Lament Over the Ravages of Drought This was the Lord's message to Jeremiah about the drought. The people of Judah are in mourning. The people in her cities are pining away. They lie on the ground expressing their sorrow. Cries of distress come up to me from Jerusalem. The leading men of the city send their servants for water. They go to the cisterns, but they do not find any water there. They return with their containers empty. Disappointed and dismayed, they bury their faces in their hands. They are dismayed because the ground is cracked because there has been no rain in the land. The farmers, too, are dismayed and bury their faces in their hands. Even the doe abandons her newborn fawn in the field because there is no grass. While donkeys stand on the hilltops and pant for breath like jackals, their eyes are strained looking for food because there is none to be found. Then I said, O oh Lord, intervene for the honor of your name, even though our sins speak out against us. Indeed, We have turned away from you many times. We have sinned against you. You have been the object of Israel's hopes. You have saved them when they were in trouble. Why have you become like a resident foreigner in the land? Why have you become like a traveler who only stops in to spend the night? Why should you be like someone who is helpless, like a champion who cannot save anyone? You are indeed with us, and we belong to you. Do not abandon us. Then the Lord spoke about these people. They truly love to go astray. They cannot keep from running away from me, so I am not pleased with them. I will now call to mind the wrongs they have done and punish them for their sins. Judgment for believing the misleading lies of the false prophets. Then the Lord said to me, do not pray for good to come to these people. Even if they fast, I will not hear their cries for help. Even if they offer burnt offerings and grain offerings, I will not accept them. Instead, I will kill them through wars, famines, and plagues. Then I said, "O sovereign Lord, look, the prophets are telling them that you said you will not experience war or suffer famine. I will give you lasting peace and prosperity in this land. Then the Lord said to me, Those prophets are prophesying lies while claiming my authority. I did not send them. I did not commission them. I did not speak to them. They are prophesying to these people false visions, worthless predictions, and the delusions of their own mind. I did not send those prophets, though they claim to be prophesying in my name. They may be saying, no war or famine will happen in this land. But I, the Lord, say this about them. War and starvation will kill those prophets. The people to whom they are prophesying will die through war and famine. Their bodies will be thrown out into the streets of Jerusalem, and there will be no one to bury them. This will happen to the men and their wives, their sons and their daughters. For I will pour out on them the destruction they deserve. Lament over present destruction and threat of more to come. Tell these people this, Jeremiah. My eyes overflow with tears, day and night without ceasing. For my people, my dear children, have suffered a crushing blow. They have suffered a serious wound. If I go out into the countryside, I see those who have been killed in battle. If I go into the city, I see those who are sick because of starvation. For both prophet and priest, they go peddling in the land, but they are not humbled. Then I said, Lord, have you completely rejected the nation of Judah? Do you despise the city of Zion? Why have you struck us with such force that we are beyond recovery? We hope for peace, but nothing good has come of it. We hope for a time of relief from our troubles, but experience terror. Lord, we confess that we have been wicked. We confess that our ancestors have done wrong. We have indeed sinned against you. For the honor of your name, do not treat Jerusalem with contempt. Do not treat with disdain the place where your glorious throne sits. Be mindful of your covenant with us. Do not break it. Do any of the worthless idols of the nations cause rain to fall? Do the skies themselves send showers? Is it not you, O Lord our God, who does this? So we put our hopes in you, because you alone do all this. Jeremiah chapter 15, beginning at verse 1. Then the Lord said to me, Even if Moses and Samuel stood before me pleading for these people, I would not feel pity for them. Get them away from me. Tell them to go away. If they ask you, where should we go? Tell them the Lord says this, those who are destined to die of disease will go to death by disease. Those who are destined to die in war will go to death in war. Those who are destined to die of starvation will go to death by starvation. Those who are destined to go into exile will go into exile. I will punish them in four different ways. I will have war, kill them. I will have dogs drag off their dead bodies. I will have birds and wild beasts devour and destroy their corpses. I will make all the people in all the kingdoms of the world horrified at what has happened to them because of what Hezekiah's son Manasseh, king of Judah, did in Jerusalem. The Lord cried out, Who in the world will have pity on you, Jerusalem? Who will grieve over you? Who will stop long enough to inquire about how you are doing? I, the Lord, say, You people have deserted me. You keep turning your back on me. So I have unleashed my power against you and have begun to destroy you. I have grown tired of feeling sorry for you, the Lord continued. In every town in the land, I will purge them like straw blown away by the wind. I will destroy my people. I will kill off their children. I will do so because they did not change their behavior. Their windows will become, in my sight, more numerous than the grains of sand on the seashores. At noontime, I will bring a destroyer against the mothers of their young men. I will cause anguish and terror to fall suddenly upon them. The mother who had seven children will grow faint. All the breath will go out of her. Her pride and joy will be taken from her in the prime of their life. It will seem as if the sun had set while it was still day. She will suffer shame and humiliation. I will cause any of them who are still left alive to be killed in war by the onslaughts of their enemies, says the Lord. Jeremiah complains about his lot, and the Lord responds, I said, Oh, mother, how I regret that you ever gave birth to me. I am always starting arguments and quarrels with the people of this land. I have not lent money to anyone and I have not borrowed from anyone. Yet all these people are treating me with contempt. The Lord said, Jerusalem, I will surely send you away for your own good. I will surely bring the enemy upon you in a time of trouble and distress. Can you people who are like iron and bronze break that iron fist from the north? I will give away your wealth and your treasures as plunder. I will give it away free of charge for the sins you have committed throughout your land. I will make you serve your enemies in a land that you know nothing about, for my anger is like a fire that will burn against you. I said, Lord, you know how I suffer. Take thought of me and care for me. Pay back for me, those who have been persecuting me. Do not be so patient with them that you allow them to kill me. Be mindful of how I have put up with their insults for your sake. As your words came to me, I drank them in, and they filled my heart with joy and happiness because I belong to you, O Lord, God of heaven's armies." I did not spend my time in the company of other people laughing and having a good time. I stayed to myself because I felt obligated to you and because I was filled with anger at what they had done. Why must I continually suffer such painful anguish? Why must I endure the sting of their insults like an incurable wound? Will you let me down when I need you, like a brook one goes to for water, but that cannot be relied on? Because of this, the Lord said, you must repent of such words and thoughts. If you do, I will restore you to the privilege of serving me. If you say what is worthwhile instead of what is worthless, I will again allow you to be my spokesman. They must become as you have been. You must not become like them. I will make you as strong as a wall to these people, a fortified wall of bronze. They will attack you, but they will not be able to overcome you. For I will be with you to rescue you and deliver you, says the Lord. I will deliver you from the power of the wicked. I will free you from the clutches of violent people. Jeremiah chapter 16 Verses 1-13 through Jeremiah forbidden to marry, to mourn, or to feast. The Lord's message came to me. Do not get married, and do not have children here in this land. For I, the Lord, tell you what will happen to the children who are born here in the land, and to the men and women who are their mothers and fathers. They will die of deadly diseases. No one will mourn for them. They will not be buried. Their dead bodies will lie like manure spread on the ground. They will be killed in war or die of starvation. Their corpses will be food for the birds and wild animals. Moreover, I, the Lord tell you, do not go into a house where they are having a funeral meal. Do not go there to mourn and express your sorrow for them. For I have stopped showing them my good favor, my love, and my compassion. I, the Lord, so affirm it. Rich and poor alike will die in this land. They will not be buried or mourned. People will not cut their bodies or shave off their hair to show their grief for them. No one will take any food to those who mourn for the dead to comfort them. No one will give them any wine to drink to console them for the loss of their father or mother. Do not go to a house where people are feasting and sit down to eat and drink with them either. For I, the Lord of heaven's armies, the God of Israel, tell you what will happen. I will put an end to the sounds of joy and gladness, to the glad celebration of brides and grooms in this land. You and the rest of the people will live to see this happen. The Lord promises exile, but also restoration. When you tell these people about all this, they will undoubtedly ask you, Why has the Lord threatened us with such great disaster? What wrong have we done? What sin have we done to offend the Lord our God? Then tell them that the Lord says, It is because your ancestors rejected me and paid allegiance to other gods. They have served them and worshipped them, but they have rejected me and not obeyed my law. And you have acted even more wickedly than your ancestors. Each one of you has followed the stubborn inclinations of your own wicked heart and not obeyed me. So I will throw you out of this land into a land that neither you nor your ancestors have ever known. There you must worship other gods day and night, for I will show you no mercy. New Testament reading, Acts chapter 4, verses 23 through 37. The followers of Jesus pray for boldness. When they were released, Peter and John went to their fellow believers and reported everything the high priest and the elders had said to them. When they heard this, they raised their voices to God with one mind and said, Master of all, you who made the heaven and the earth, the sea, and everything that is in them, who said by the Holy Spirit through your servant David, our forefather, why do the nations rage and the peoples plot foolish things? The kings of the earth stood together and the rulers assembled together against the Lord and against his Christ. For indeed, both Herod and Pontius Pilate with the Gentiles and the people of Israel assembled together in this city against your holy servant Jesus, whom you anointed to do as much as your power and your plan had decided beforehand would happen. And now, Lord, pay attention to their threats and grant to your servants to speak your message with great courage while you extend your hand to heal and to bring about miraculous signs and wonders through the name of your holy servant, Jesus. When they had prayed, the place where they were assembled together was shaken, and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak the word of God courageously. Conditions Among the Early Believers The group of those who believe were of one heart and mind. And no one said that any of his possessions was his own, but everything was held in common. With great power the apostles were giving testimony to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus, and great grace was on them all. For there was no one needy among them, because those who were owners of land or houses were selling them and bringing the proceeds from the sales and placing them at the apostles' feet. The proceeds were distributed to each as any one had need. So Joseph, a Levite, who was a native of Cyprus, called by the apostles Barnabas, which is translated son of encouragement, sold a field that belonged to him and brought the money and placed it at the apostles' feet. This is the word of God for the people of God. May God add a blessing to the reading of his word. Let us go boldly to God's throne of grace covenant-keeping God, thank you for your word. Thank you, O God, that although these are hard passages to read in the Old Testament about your judgment, O God, that awaits, and Jeremiah seeking you and asking you for mercy, but you saying that you, you were going to destroy the people of Jerusalem and Zion, O God, through wars, through famine, through many calamitous events, would you help us to reverence you? Would you help us to live in obedience to you, O God? I thank you, O Lord, that even in frustration and disappointment, O God, as we saw Jeremiah venting and being angry with you, you invited Jeremiah to repent and called him out of hopelessness into hopefulness, calling him to repent, knowing that you were going to keep him, to protect him, to guard him and keep him safe, O God. Would you help us, O God, to continually thank you for your mercy. Thank you for your grace, your loving kindness. God, I love the way that Jeremiah just continually reminded and brought up the covenant to you. God, and I thank you. It's not that you forget. You can't forget. But there is a sense which in the scriptures where it's like we say, oh, and God remembered. God remembered Hannah. God remembered Hagar. God remembered, right, of the marginalized. There's a way in which when you remember, oh God, we know that you act. On behalf of your children. So I just thank you that we can bring your word back to you, knowing that not one of your words will ever return back to you void, that no promise of yours will ever fall to the ground, oh God, knowing that this Bible that we have, this is the word of God, and that heaven and earth will pass away, but your words will never pass away. So I thank you that we can speak your word back to you and call you to remember and trust that you will act in due time and in your way according to your own mysterious ways. And help us, oh God, when we read these passages and these judgment passages, we can be tempted to think, oh, this is harsh, or we can be tempted to think, oh, there's a take all of that, or Lord, relent. And we can be, te- we can be tempted to think that we're more gracious than you. But we are not more gracious than you are thrice holy God. So would you help us to humbly walk with you, to love justice, and to do mercy? to live lives, O God, that are worthy of your gospel? And would you help us to share what you've given to us, O God, as we see in Acts that the believers had all things in common and that they brought all their proceeds, they brought all their money within the covenant community, everybody received according to their need. God, I pray that you will help us to return back to that principle, O God, of collectivism and mutual aid for one another. Help us, O God, not to be stingy. Help us not to keep back our own proceeds and think that we're getting away with it, O Lord. Would you help us to be generous people, knowing that everything that we have, whether it be little or great, comes from you, O God. I pray all of this in the mighty and matchless name of Jesus. Amen. Anyone can discover the timeless story of the Bible in just 30 minutes a day for 30 days. In the 30-Minute Bible, experienced Bible teachers Craig Bartholomew and Paige Vanosky present the story of Scripture in 30 short readings, each designed to take about half an hour. Each reading includes a passage from the Bible and a short chapter explaining how the passage fits into the Bible's wider narrative. Written in straightforward and clear language, the readings are accompanied by engaging visual illustrations. Discover the timeless story of the whole Bible for yourself with the 30 minute Bible. Get your copy today at IVPress.com. And as a listener of this podcast, you can get 30% off plus free U.S. shipping when you use the promo code THE WORD. That's promo code T H E W O R D at IVPress.com. We pray this time of getting the Word with Truth Table has encouraged us all to not only be hearers of God's Word, but doers. Share your reflections on these scriptures with us on Twitter and Instagram using the hashtag.